Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about what is a star seed. So I've been hearing this term thrown around for a while now, and I was really curious. I'm like, what is a star seed? I've heard of this term, but I really didn't know what it was. And maybe some of you are already familiar with that, but I wasn't. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go and do a little research here and see what it is. And as it turns out, I think that this is something that describes myself. So maybe you see yourself in this description as well. When I looked up what is a star seed, what I got was that a star seed is an old soul with deep spiritual wisdom, and this spiritual wisdom lies dormant. It is wisdom that's arrived from other solar systems or star constellations. And star seeds have had many incarnations in other star systems, including Earth, several times. The interesting thing about this, because when I read that, I was like, well, I'm an old soul, but I don't know, have I come from other star systems? But the children of star seeds are the indigo, the crystal, and the rainbow children. And that's what caught my attention, because many of you have heard my podcast before about what indigo and crystal children are because as I said I believe that my own children are I believe my son is an indigo and my daughter is a crystal and just to keep you up to speed if you don't know what that is indigo children they tend to try to go against like against social norms right they question everything and they don't believe you should have to conform to fit into social norms and they're kind of question authority. And then crystal children are very much healers and they love children and animals. And this described my son and my daughter perfectly. And I had been told by a medium that they were indigo and crystal. And I'm like, yeah, that just makes sense. But star seeds, their children are usually indigo, crystal, and rainbow. And they've incarnated a few times. So that caught my attention. I was like, well, I can identify with that for sure. The other thing that seems interesting is that star seeds are very empathic. Another thing that caught my attention because I talk about this a lot. I am an empath. And when they activate their powers during a spiritual awakening, hello, had a spiritual awakening, it allows them to step into their purpose to do something about the problems in the world. And most people think that by stepping into their purpose and helping to change the world, they think that they have to have this huge major platform, but that's not what it means. You can change the world by affecting change in one person. So if you're helping others, everything that you do to help someone else helps affect change in the world. And a lot of star seeds are basically overachieving spiritual people, right? And you trust your intuition. You may have dreams. Some of you have had near-death experiences 
there are a lot of life-changing things that happen to you. Maybe a lot of trauma has happened to you. And what we have to do is we're called here to shed the programming that we have been taught here on earth so that we can step onto the path of our purpose, which is our soul's growth. And I've talked about this before, but we can't grow as a soul if our life is easy. You know, it just makes sense. When you go through experiences, that is what changes you. That's what allows your soul to grow. So while you may be out there going, man, I've had so many things happen to me and I get it. I understand. I've had a lot of my listeners reach out to me and say, you know what? I've had such a trauma filled life and I understand if you have, I really, really do because you're supposed to, as odd as that may sound, we have to go through those things in order to grow and It seems kind of overwhelming when you think about it, but that is why we're here and that that is the basis of it. We're here to help change the world, change the planet. So if you think you may be a starseed, I'm going to tell you what some of the signs of being a starseed are. And there are a lot of different signs and maybe a few of them will resonate with you, but Some people are like, oh, that's just too out there. That's just too much. And you can take what resonates and leave what doesn't. But one of the signs is that when you were younger, you may have been deemed to be like a space cadet or you just didn't fit in. So maybe when you were a kid, people called you weird or odd or whatever. You just didn't really seem to fit in with the other kids. And I think a lot of kids... But that I see a lot of kids in my school where people might say, well, they're a little different. You're a wisdom seeker. You're always looking to find answers to those deep questions like, what's the meaning of life? Why are we here? And this one really, like, it really struck a chord with me because I remember when I was about six or seven, my cousin and I, we used to lock ourselves in my grandma's bathroom and have secret talks. And we would talk about these deep things that you wouldn't think seven-year-olds would talk about. And we would always, my sister and my other cousin would get so mad because they felt left out. Why are you in here talking and you won't let us in? It was like a secret club. And the truth is we would just talk about these random things, really things that were way above a seven-year-old's head, but I totally remember having those secret talks. So that really made me think, huh, maybe, maybe I'm a starseed. Another clue is if you feel like you don't belong here, no matter where here is, you may always feel like this isn't where I'm supposed to be or You don't want to go out too much because you might feel like it's disappointing out there and you find what's happening in the world to be really frustrating and upsetting. So that's another sign is feeling like you don't fit in, like you don't belong. You may be very intuitive and psychic. So again, this is another check mark for me. I was like, huh, yes, I am intuitive. Nothing can get by you. And you can spot when people are being phony like a mile away. 
some people may peg you as the know-it-all, but you're not really being a know-it-all. It's just that you're intuitively getting what people are really all about, and you don't take any BS. Another sign can be that your empathy can be crippling. So you may feel like it's really hard to go out into crowds, or if you go to a party, you may be the one who goes and hangs out with the uh, party owner's pets, you know, whoever's holding the party, you may be hanging out with their pets in the house because you find people to be too overwhelming. You uh, find that animals and babies are drawn to you. So if you're in the area at all where there may be animals and children, they just tend to want to come towards you. And this has happened to me before. I've been around people who are holding babies and the baby will just reach out as like I walk by or, you know, I'm not even trying to get the baby to come to me or anything. The baby will just like reach their arms out as I'm standing there. So I I know this too. And animals are the same way. It's like they say that children and animals can sense when people are good and when they are not good. And I truly believe that. I have seen so many cases where a child won't go to a certain person and it would end up being somebody that I just didn't trust and found out later I had good reason or that my dogs would bark at people. And I'm like, well, why are they barking at that person? And again, later would find out, hmm, well, they were intuitive. They knew that it was not a good person. So if you find that animals and babies are drawn to you, that's another sign. Also... <laughs> Um, you may confuse doctors too. Like you may get heart palpitations or you have tingling in your hands and feet. And it's basically, there are a lot of different reasons that could be happening, but you may think that, you know, there's something wrong and you need to go get checked out and the doctor checks you out and there's nothing wrong. Because having issues sometimes with the heart and I don't want you to say ignore it and never get it checked out that's not what I mean but I know that there are times when I'm going through like a heart chakra awakening where I will feel rapid beating of my heart but I know there's nothing wrong like I know I'm not sick or that I'm not having any kind of heart issues I can just tell I know it's because I've done exercises where I've asked for my heart chakra to be opened or my head will hurt and I'll know it has more to do with a spiritual awakening. And if people don't understand what it is, they may think, oh man, there's really something wrong with me. Um, but it can just be the symptoms of, again, an awakening. You're very spiritual. That's another sign that you're a star seed. You... <sighs> And when I say spiritual, you're not confined by the constraints of traditional religion. You're eager to learn as much about spirituality and your own spiritual path as possible. So some people might label you as new age, but really you're just trying to figure out what this lifelong journey is all about. And you're trying to discover the mysteries of the universe you may be really, really into things like hidden knowledge and mysteries of the world. So if you find yourself attracted to shows where they talk about pyramids, and the Bermuda Triangle, or aliens and ghosts, and you're extremely intrigued, 
and you're interested in energy portals in Atlantis, all of those other things, psychic abilities. And this is another thing that really um, made me think that, oh yeah, I could be a star seed too, because I remember in, well, even before high school, when I was just in grade school and junior high, I would watch daytime television when I was home in the summertime. And I used to love whenever the television host would have psychics on air. I was so intrigued by that when I was a kid. And I love those types of shows. I love actual haunted houses, not fake ones. Fake haunted houses, I absolutely hate and I will not go to them. And when people jump out at me, then I probably will punch them because I just don't like those. But it is really intriguing to me to go to some place that is supposed to actually be haunted because I always want to know the history behind it. So those kinds of things fascinate me. You may also um, have experienced paranormal things yourself. So maybe you experience seeing entities or, you know, feeling like someone standing behind you, those kinds of things. If metaphysics was a topic in high school, you would be at the head of your class because you're super interested in all of that. You also tend to be an old soul. So people feel like they can talk to you and tell you anything, even people who are older than you, because it just seems like you have so much knowledge. And I have to say that this is another check off this list for me too, because we have a joke in my family. People will tell me to take my sign off because people will just come up to me and start telling me their whole life story. And it even happened in Paris this past summer. And the guy told me his whole life story in French as I'm sitting here trying to tell him I don't speak French. It didn't stop him. He just kept telling his story. And my friends and family were just standing there like in awe, like, wow, you're so nice. You were just sitting there listening. And I thought, well, he just wanted to tell me something. I don't know what he said, but he felt better afterwards. Um, You really get mad too whenever people are really petty and when people try to pull BS, like you won't stand for it. It makes you mad. You have no tolerance or patience for that. You also know that you have a big purpose here, but a lot of people have a, have struggles in trying to identify it. They're, you know, And I get this a lot with people, clients who come to me and they want to work with me. They'll say, I know I'm supposed to be doing something more. I know I have a purpose here, but I cannot for the life of me figure out what it is. And I totally get that. It took me a little while to find my purpose too. It only about 42 years, you know, I found my purpose. It it does. It's a struggle. It takes a while. That's part of the process is really being able to figure out what is my purpose here. That is part of your journey here is trying to figure out what is my purpose? What am I here to do? Why have I been put on this planet? And it can be a struggle. The struggle is real, but that is part of the unfolding of all of this is finding that purpose. And I also think that you, if you're a star seed, you know, you really value freedom and you don't feel like being forced to do things that go against what you really believe in. So it's standing up for yourself. 
You will look for natural remedies. If you're all about holistic healing, that's another sign that you're a star seed. Um, there are also, I, I think this is another sign, and I would have to agree with this for myself too. There are few people who really, truly get close to you and really get to know you. Most of your friends are just acquaintances. Because you understand the value of deep bonds with people and the energy and time that goes into it. And so you focus on quality over quantity. So you may not have a large number of really close friends, only a small number. And most other people you would just consider to be acquaintances. Another sign is that you love being of service to others. So you're always willing to help. And you find yourself helping all of the time. And sometimes, of course, I've talked about this before, but sometimes even to the point of being taken advantage of because you just feel like you need to help. And so sometimes people will take advantage of that. You keep seeing repeating angel numbers. Huh, that's another one. I know many of you do this because you reached out to me and you've said to me, oh, I see this number all of the time. So the repeated numbers that show up, that starts to happen when you're having a spiritual awakening. So you may be seeing 222 and 444 and 1111, all of those things. And there are different types of star seeds. So I talked about the children, the star children, the indigos. Most of the indigos were born in the 70s, um, but the name comes from the common aura color, which is indigo. And that corresponds to the third eye chakra. They're not new to earth. They're former star seeds that have incarnated before, but they've come here to bring in new ideas. They have high IQs, are often very strong-willed, and are obsessed with making things fair. They refuse to sell out, trust their intuition, and are often edgy. So that definitely describes my son to a T. Um... Sometimes they are confused about their purpose or they never really step into it. Their third eye is open early on in life and it closes sometimes in their teen years. They can reopen it if they choose. A lot of indigos will be diagnosed with autoimmune diseases or diagnosed with ADHD or they find it difficult to heal in this lifetime with society's chemicals are unnatural remedies. They usually come to break down the barriers for the work of the crystal children. Um, indigo children tend to incarnate into dysfunctional families to help them build up their warrior essence. And then you have the crystals. Many of the crystal children are offspring of the indigos and they began to incarnate in the 90s. And again, the time period isn't definite. You know, there are some that have come later. They bring their crystal energy, which corresponds to their crown chakra. They have a strong connection to the divine. They, uh, you can think of them as more like a human crystal. They have high vibrational frequency. Their telepathic and psychic abilities are higher than those of indigos. They don't second-guess their feelings and are attracted to those with open hearts. They're natural healers. They don't usually need a lot of material goods. 
They're incredibly intuitive. Some get diagnosed with autism and have delayed speech. And they're thought to be operating at a higher frequency when they are where they telepathically communicate. And they have laid the foundation for the rainbow children and usually have, like I said, at least one indigo parent. Rainbows, those are the children who were born in the 2000s, two crystal parents. Their rainbow energy includes all the colors and their frequency. They're natural healers, non-judgmental. They're here to love humanity and restore balance on the planet. And I have to say that I see this a lot with my children, my students at school. There's so many kids who are so open and loving, and I love that. And I just think it's great. Um, They don't usually incarnate into dysfunctional families. They insist on being in happy homes. They have increased psychic abilities and need to rest more often or they tend to get anxious about the state of the world. They've reached a level of Christ consciousness and are the embodiment of it as they have already completed some degree of ascension. And then you have the Pleiadians. Those are loving. They have a strong desire to make others happy as they embody the divine feminine energy. They tend to be magnets for energy vampires because they inherently want to help broken people. Their heart chakra is usually the strongest and their throat chakra is the weakest because they have a hard time expressing their feelings and they may struggle with self-esteem and self-worth issues. The Syrians are spiritual ambassadors bringing truth to the people. The star system is associated with wealth, good fortune, and power. Syrians tend to have a natural affinity to water and mermaids and dolphins. They also have a natural affinity to Atlantis, Sumeria, and ancient G- Egypt. They were metaphys excuse me, I'm struggling to talk here. They were metaphysicians in past lives, teaching the knowledge to others. And as kids, they may have been diagnosed with ADHD as they like to daydream because they find the 3D world dull and unexciting. They may have small circle of friends even though they're hard to get them to open up. Next, you have the Lyrans. Those are some of the oldest souls, and they have been said to contribute knowledge to Atlantis. They are fearless and upfront. They embrace their life as confident people. They're pioneers, trendsetters, sort of like freedom fighters and wisdom keepers. They're drawn to the underdogs and wanting to help them win. They may have a strong affinity for birds and cats. Then the Orions are here to balance their ego with spirituality. They tend to be unapologetic as they radiate masculine energy. They're competitive and perfectionist. They also want all of the knowledge as they're quick learners so they can have more knowledge than someone else. But they have a deep compassion for the planet and they can be a bit of activists. Then you have the Andromedans who are also believed to be Sumerians and or resemble archangels. They tend to be nomads and have a hard time choosing where to stay, and they desire freedom all the time. So commitments really aren't their thing. They have an affinity for angels and are of the rarest of the star seeds. They tend to fight for injustice and want everyone to be able to express their authentic selves. The Arcturians are here to create a better future, By being a positive influence on spirituality, 
technology, and science. They're the pioneers helping to usher in the future with a focus on stability and sustainability. They have a natural affinity for sacred geometry and crystals. They know that there are lessons and information to be transmitted. They're logical thinkers and tend to be great teachers and counselors giving solid advice and always point out the details that many may miss. So that's just an overview of all of the different types of star seeds. And here are, if you've ever wondered, you know, we talked about going through spiritual awakening on this channel. If you've ever wondered, here is the awakening process, if you will, for star seeds. So first, a life crisis happens. So whether you get hit with a huge bout of depression or you have an accident or a, a near-death experience, or for me, it was just a breakup, a traumatic breakup. The life crisis happens, and this is a sign that you need to address what's going on inside and that you need to begin to start healing your emotional trauma. The second thing is your beliefs begin to be challenged and changed. And I've talked about this before. So my life crisis happened when I went through a breakup. And I started saying to myself, there has to be more to life than just this. This cannot just be it. So that's when I started really challenging the beliefs that I have. And so I started listening to other people and doing more research and finding that what I truly believed before isn't what I believe now. Then, though, you might find that you start slowing down life starts slowing down and you feel like you're stuck so you go through like challenging everything and you're ready to do all these new things and then it just feels like everything slows down and you're stuck and you're not going anywhere but that's because the universe is slowing you down on purpose to help you find the answers that you seek and that's when you start getting super spiritual and you start looking into all of the things that you need to do, all of the tools, everything you need. And that's when you go through what we call the death of the ego. When you start realizing that you need to let the ego mind go and start trusting in the universe. And then you start finding out what happens when you pick one side over the other, you realize that, hey, there's not a black and white answer for everything. There's some gray. So you start beginning to see that we can't pick one side over the other. We have to really work together. And then you start to clean up your relationships and you start letting people go and clearing a path to let go of those people and things that no longer serve you. And you maybe feel like, I can't go to church the same way I did because I it doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I can't hang out with that one person because they're not good for me anymore. So you start cleaning up all those things around you. And then you start seeing signs everywhere that you're on the right path. You start seeing numbers, the 222 and the 444, and it's helping to show you that you're on the right path and that spirit is with you. Then as you start moving more towards the end of your awakening, your purpose will become clear. And I know that many of you, because I've talked to you, are saying like, 
I don't know what my purpose is. And I'm just like, you're just starting to see the numbers. You're just starting to take the action of letting things go that don't serve you. And now you're starting to head toward your purpose. So those of you who are on this path, I know many of you are very close to finding what your purpose is. Um, and you're seeing the numbers and you're seeing that things have to change. The final thing is that you realize that you're one with God and you're connected to the divine. You don't need a religion to bind you. Just the love that you have for the divine and that the divine has for you is your connection. And you see yourself as an extension of that love and that we're here to show that love to others. That's how you start you know, going through that spiritual awakening. And so if you're like me, as I was reading all of this information, little bells and dings and whistles are going off like, yes, ding, 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 this is you. This is what you went through. So can I definitively say I'm a starseed? I don't know. I think so. After reading all of this, there are so many things that just really stood out. But I haven't done enough research to tell you exactly this is who I am. This is what I came from. So I'm going to have to do more research about that. So I may have to do another episode a bit like later on more about that. But I think there's a lot of interesting information out there. And this was something new to me. So I found it completely. I was totally engrossed in what I was reading. And as, of course, you read the description of a starseed, that fits perfectly, right? I would be totally interested in that and wanting to seek more answers and wisdom. So I don't know if any of that rings true to you, but I thought it was really, really fascinating. And I wanted to do this podcast episode because, again, I kept hearing that word being thrown around. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't know much about that. I need to do more research on that. So I'm glad I did because it explained a lot more to me than what I already knew. And there may be some of you out there who are experts at this. I'd love to hear your take on it, Um, and I need to do a lot more research because I found that super fascinating. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today, and the card I pulled is from the Teachings of Abraham Wellbeing Cards, and your card is, Whatever abundance I seek is mine. It is the law. Whatever I desire and then allow, I must experience. There is no exception to that. As I hold myself in vibrational alignment with my own desire, I will experience in all ways the fulfillment of that desire. So true. Remember that what you focus on grows. So if you hold yourself in alignment with what it is that you want, which means you know it's possible, you aren't going to worry about it, you just know it's coming, and you hold that space of gratitude for that thing and then just let it go, it will come to you because that is the law of attraction. And a lot of times we block our own blessings by doubting or by, you know, just being impatient and trying to control the outcome. So the universe is saying, don't do that. Don't do any of those things. Don't be impatient Don't try to control. You don't have to know when it's going to show up or how it's going to show up. You just have to have faith that it will. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. I hope that you like this podcast. If you do, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave reviews and feedback. I really appreciate all of you who do that. That helps other people find me. 
And if you have any requests for topics, please let me know. I love researching new things and I have absolutely no problem doing that if there's a topic that you would like to know more about and I don't know anything about it. I don't mind doing the research because I find it really fun and interesting. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central and I also post readings to Instagram, IGTV, so look out for those things. And if you'd like to work with me, all of my information is in the description to the podcast. You can go to melissaoatman.com to see the services that I offer, as well as pricing. And you can purchase from my website and then just contact me to schedule your session. I don't use an online scheduler because when I tried to a while back, everything kept getting messed up. So I just schedule everything personally. And I think that works best because then I can give you the exact time slot that you need. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I hope that you all have a wonderful day filled with magic and blessings. And I will see you here again soon. Bye, guys.